0: My name is John Edwards and you have stumbled across the Dad's Drinking Bourbon podcast wherever you are, whatever day it is, whatever time you're listening. Thanks for making us a part of your day. With me as always is Zeke Baker. Say hello to the folks, Zeke. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you all
1: for joining and uh, we look forward to hopefully presenting some good material.
0: Yeah, you're you're riding high this week, aren't you? You know a
1: little bit. Uh, The dogs rebounded. They they beat some unbeknownst SEC team that (laughs) I won't mention. Someone else in this conversation might be an alum from, but you know we've got a good couple of months left in us before basketball season. Thank you.
0: So all I will say is that my my uncle texted me. And my cousin and my uncle's side of the family, that whole family went to Georgia. And my uncle texted me before the game and he goes, I don't think we're going to win by as much as everybody thinks we're going to win by. And I was like, no, you're going to win by more. And he goes, I really don't think we're going to win by that." And I said, I, I don't think this Kentucky team, if you watch the Florida game, if you watch all that, they don't have enough fortitude to make it through four quarters. It's going to open up at some point. And I think he was just looking for the line. And seeing what my read was on it, and I was like, no, 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 bet over the spread.
1: Well, the the points didn't come till late. That game is always close for us. I always hate it because of that. We've lost plenty of them. Um, But we did win, and on to bigger and better things, what's the lineup look like for tonight, John?
0: Well, speaking of lineups and speaking of tight games, I think we have a very tight game tonight because we are going to be putting Al Young against the 2017 limited edition small batch Four Roses against a pick from each one of our favorite stores in the area. We are going to have an OESK from Elixir and an OBSV from Carruthers. And, And there's a lot of reasons why... We are putting a regular store pick up against the Al Young and the limited edition small batch, but it's a tight race.
1: Always, always, and not to beat a dead horse, but if you followed with us at all, John and I both always agree, it is really hard to beat essentially any Four Roses store pick. They're great, the price is always reasonable, and very rarely will anyone be dissatisfied with the product they walk home with.
0: No, and I think when you look at a Four Roses store pick, you're going to get something that's over 100 proof. You're going to get something that somebody went out and they selected out of multiple barrels. It's going to be a quality product. The cool thing about Four Roses is you can go ahead and and find a lot about it by the whole code system that they have. You know, the O is always going to stand for Four Roses. The S is always going to stand for Straight Whiskey. The B or the E is going to stand for the Mash, and we'll go into that a little bit more. And then the last letter of every Four Roses recipe is always going to be the yeast strain. So there's so many different things that you can play around with and find out of those 10 different recipes of four roses that a lot of people like playing with them a lot of people like putting them up head to head and we are always up for a good challenge as you saw if you listened to our last week episode where we put the old rip van winkle up against the owa store picks i think that was an interesting matchup that we had together as well
1: exactly and it is Obviously, tax season, allocation season, and that's why we, we had that lineup last week was to try and put some things in perspective, and hopefully for those of you that honestly are like John and I that have been to raffles and had our tickets and never had
0: our name called. You went to one Saturday, didn't you? I did. Not to interrupt you, but to interrupt you. I did. And again, not to have our name called.
1: <laughs> to somewhat continue on that theme here tonight. Obviously, the majority of those products are all Buffalo Trace products. Tonight, we're going for Roses. Buffalo Trace is not the end-all be-all. We do love plenty of their products and, and support them fully, but don't get yourself too engulfed with what they have, especially allocated wise. These are two limited releases from Four Roses, but the quantities in which they're released are going to be more than odds are
0: anything in the BTAC or Van Winkle collection. We could talk about that for a second. The 2017 limited edition small batch There were 13,800 hand number bottles that were released. The Al Young 50th anniversary bottle had 10,000 bottles released. I think the only thing that's going over 10,000, and this is going off the top of my head, I think is George T. Stagg this year out of the the BTAC. Which is just
1: a pure anomaly to begin with.
0: Yeah, there, there just so happened to be an influx of George C. Stagg this year. You know, Zeke's ultimate point, and I don't want to speak for you, so chime in, but you know, not everything is happening in Frankfurt. Lawrenceburg and Cox Creek has some interesting things too, and I put those two together because that's what comprises Four Roses, right? But there's a lot of good stuff going on down the way, down in Bardstown, down in Lawrenceburg, in that area. The Bourbon epicenter is not always Frankfurt and whatever Buffalo Trace is doing. Although we do love the things that are happening, we don't want to hinge our whole year off whether or not we're able to get one of those we want to go find unique things in other areas and i think four roses is naturally one of those things where if you like playing around and and if you're like us you like doing blind tastings you like challenging yourself a little bit those four roses can really be a lot of fun to do that
1: and and not even the limited edition ones store picks we'll Honestly, try not to beat this too much. Rarely would we ever advise anyone that a store pick for Rose's barrel strength will not be anything shy of amazing.
0: I think, in that same line, one of the things that's really nice about those store picks is it's really just a barrel. We've had Tarak on here before, we'll have Justin on sometime in the future from Carruthers, but we've had Tarak from Elixir. You're going in, you might have a sample of five different barrels but you're going to select the best barrel that you taste when you think about some of these other releases the limited edition small batch the al young the george t stag the 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 whole BTAC collection William Weller all those things there are multiple barrels that are making up that release and there's a certain taste profile that they're trying to get when you have a store pick and it's just a single barrel that's coming out it's really just whatever taste profile you find the best so there might be 240 bottles out of that run there could be a little more it could be a little less depending on if it's a short barrel or whatever but you're really only looking for what tastes the best out of that so that's the other really cool thing about the four roses series and we're not four roses has not paid us anything we have no endorsement from four roses but for us it's just really fun because you could have two oesks right next to each other and one is going to have a completely different taste than the other depending on where it was aged what rickhouse it was in all those other fun variables
1: Indeed, and somewhat of a, a, a deviated tangent, but on the same notes, each year with these BTAC releases, the Van Winkle releases, they're all looking for a very consistent and similar profile, and as John said, they, they are small batches, limited edition batches, however you want to look at it, but that's where they are, and Four Roses puts out two different different variations of limited edition small batches but because they have 10 different mashes there's really a lot to work with and each year every release is going to be very different and significant whereas if we took a a william larue weller from 14 15 and 16 i'm sure we could pick one as being the best of the three and rank them but as far as similarity goes, I think we would say pretty much it's the same cup of tea, so to speak. Whereas all of these small batches from the Four Roses side, I mean, it's all over the place. Very different mashes are involved at different percents and ages. And it's really just tinkering to a whole new level, which John and I both talked about it. Have yet to try and really get there and have some fun. But if you look at it and think about these different things that are available, it's a utopia, so to
0: speak, of what
1: you could decanter and then revisit in six months.
0: Zeke you're 100% right and that's something that we were talking about before we started recording is when you look at those BTACs and when you look at some of those releases they're really trying to have a similar profile. They want a Pappy 15 to taste like a Pappy 15 every year. They want the the George C. Stag to taste like a Stag every year. They want Eagle Rare to taste the same every year but these four roses limited edition small batches are a different recipe every year and let's talk about that for a second with these because Because this... Four Roses limited edition small batch from 2017 is 20% 15 year old OESK, 40% 13 year old OESK, 40% 12 year old OESV and what this really means when you you go down to it. We talked about O is going to be Four Roses distillery. The B versus the E is going to be the mash bill. So the B mash bill is 60% corn, 35% rye, 5% malted barley. The E is going to be 75% corn, 20% rye, and 5% malted barley. The S in the the recipe is always going to stand for straight whiskey because Four Roses always produces straight whiskey. And then, you know, in in these recipes, and then the yeast, V is delicate fruit, K is slight spice, O is rich fruit, Q is floral essence, and F is herbal notes. So when you look at this year's recipe you're expecting to get a low rye mash bill which this is the first time that the limited edition small batch had a low rye mash bill none of these have b in them which is four roses high rye mash bill of 35 percent rye everything in the limited edition small batch from 2017 is a low rye mash bill and the difference here is that we have things that are k that have slight spice and V, which is going to be delicate fruit
1: and also i think it's interesting to point out that There are two of the same mash. Obviously different distill dates, different age statements, etc. But very briefly to that note, I think that stands out to say they are really all different. If you had two store picks two years apart of the same mash, you put them side by side. You're going to find plenty of nuances that are different. Obviously there will be similarities, but... You're not
0: drinking, you know, apples to apples, so to speak and what we also have in the Al Young here is we have 5% 23 year OBSV, 25% 15 year OBSK, 50% 13 year OESV, 20% 12 year OBSF. Limited to 10,000 bottles, it was released as the 50th anniversary of Al Young who has absolutely I mean he is one of the biggest celebrities in bourbon right now, but he was the name the distillery manager Of Four Roses in 1990. In 2007, he was named the brand ambassador. He stepped down from his distillery manager job, and he is also the historian for the brand. He released a book in 2010 entitled Four Roses, The Return of a Whiskey Legend. And now the cool thing is that Al Young is very involved in the barrel selection process. So there's a good chance when you go up there, you could be selecting a barrel with Al Young. And he also travels the country, goes to events, and really promotes the Four Roses brand the guy is one of the most knowledgeable people about whiskey ever so the fact that they released earlier this year this 50th anniversary bottle for him and the bottle is shaped or or, you know looks like the bottle from 1967 when he first started working at the distillery which is really really cool it's one of my favorite looking bottles I think ever and and also not to
1: deviate too far from what we're all here for in regards to the tasting but as a, a, a quick you know, shout out, kudos, whatever you have to Four Roses in general, they are really good with having brand ambassadors, being at local events and, and just sharing and letting people enjoy their product. A few weekends back, uh, we had a local barbecue fundraiser that was also a whiskey tasting. They had both Lauren Simpson and Travis Hill there. And
0: Dan Gardner. You got you can't forget about Dan Gardner, who's the man. Exactly. exactly. I'd Sorry,
1: John. I'd, I'd moved away from the table before he got there. But he
0: loves your chili. They brought some amazing things.
1: We were even able to try a two-year sample. And honestly, for two years, it would crush a lot of things on the shelf currently, is all I will say.
0: It, what recipe was that two-year? Do you,
1: I do not remember. I just knew I was bewildered at the age versus the flavor.
0: I know it was a K. It was either OBSK or OESK, but it was a two-year, and it was amazing at how it was for two years. I would say at two years it was a KO for how good it was. <laughs> you you are 100% <laughs> correct <laughs> and that is a great dad joke. We are full of dad jokes here at Dad's Drinking Bourbon but the other thing I should mention is we are going to put up a Carruthers OBSV because OBSV is in the recipe of the Young, and we are going to put an Elixir OESK because the OESK is so prevalent in the limited edition small batch. The OBSV from Carruthers is eight years, seven months. It is 62.6 ABV, 125.2 proof. And the Elixir OESK is a nine year, two month whiskey. It's 58.8% ABV, 117.6 proof. We should also mention that the limited edition small batch is 107 proof around 107, 108, depending on if it's an import or if it's something that's in, that was released in the states the al young is going to be 53.8 percent abv which is going to be 107.6 proof we don't want necessarily everybody to hear us sniffing and tasting over and over we know that isn't going to help everybody so we are going to speed the tape along a little bit and zeke if you pay attention to what the final product is i bet you'll hear a speeding tape roll the tape if you haven't listened to us before, what Zeke and I do is we blind each other. So I know what Zeke's order is, he knows what my order is, I don't know what my own whiskey is, I know the four that are there, but I don't know which one I was drinking when I drank it. Isn't that right, Zeke?
1: It is indeed. That's what makes it fun. You know, test yourself, see what you know, see what you
0: don't know,
1: and uh, as John always likes to say, rethink how you drink there's some guesswork here you know what you're working with but you don't you do not know what is where that's what's fun here
0: and one of the things is zeke always likes to cheat he always likes to use the nose to figure out what these whiskeys are and i think it's sometimes harder with four roses at least for me and i don't know for you zeke it's very hard for me to figure out from just nosing four roses which one is which do you have that problem I did this was um, definitely a little bit tougher
1: but I will go ahead and give a, a, a full rundown moving left to right first glass for a nose I have very little distinction whatsoever honestly once I move to the palette i really got a load of mint on the front end then that seemed to somewhat dissipate and drift away with that also did a a a decent amount of a tasting honestly did not get a whole lot on the back end or finish for my second Uh, sampling here I would say there was some light astringency to be noted Uh, nothing heavy but again some light astringency palette wise I got a lot of heat on the front end which I guess should match up based on the light astringent for the nose then I had a nice coating of just what I would call dark leather tobacco etc somewhat uh, just Submerging over some fruit flavors, not necessarily biting into a chocolate-covered strawberry flavor-wise, but as far as the the content of darkness overlapping the fruit flavors, that's really where I would put that in my mind. Moving on to the third glass, I did find the nose on this one had some vibrance. I wouldn't say it was anything overly boastful, but but there was some uh, you know variation. To what i was able to pick up initially i was met with uh, some of the minty flavor again then moved into a nice viscosity and balance and i really felt like that viscosity and balance of darkness to fruit was was much more developed than the first one which had a similar mint to it and just seemed to have that complexity and balance of something that was either more mature, blended, aged, etc. Last but not least, I did think that the nose on this one had a much nicer array than the previous three. Each time I uh, got a nice uh, sniff, I was able to pick up some somewhat different nuances. It was nice just to have that variance. I thought it was very sweet but also dark. I picked up some spice but it was also thin and it it really just moved around i took two separate samplings of this one both they danced and moved again it was almost a yin and a yang like i say sweet to dark spicy but thin but also on the finish just lingered which i i rarely seem to get a long finish on something that doesn't have a viscosity and just thickness that works up throughout the tasting which was a nice curveball ball as well. As it moved front to back, I just really felt this one had the most complexity of the whole bunch and, and had a lot more flavors to offer. Sorry, I'm not able to list them all in detail, but there was a lot going on here, to say the least.
0: Are you going to rank them or are you going to... You gotta take a guess at what they were. Which one? Which one would you rather do first?
1: Well, you know I like to guess.
0: I know, but I feel like you shouldn't know what the brands are before you you rank them. I would literally
1: rank these in the inverse order I tasted them. Simply four, three, two, one. Two to one. I enjoyed the the darkness and the fruit that I felt like I picked up, whereas one really opened up in the front end, but it was just mint. And then beyond that, there was not too much of a finish to speak of and or... Other flavors I was able to perceive.
0: And I I think one thing that we should also mention is any single one of these is pretty phenomenal. That's why we put them together. We weren't going to put picks that were not good up against Al Young and Limited Edition Small Batch. I think as we're going through these, just as a little caveat, I don't want anybody to think that the ranking is an indication or a mandate by us that. You know, all of these are really good. We wouldn't have put these here if we didn't think so. Yeah, this is definitely not a a good or bad tap ranking. This is good, good,
1: good gooder, better, better, better.
0: Yeah, this is like we've got down to the Final Four. You know, because these are two of our... These picks were two of our favorite picks this year. You know, I know Elixir had another one we liked as well, but didn't really fit in this. And same thing with Carruthers. They had an OBSQ that was really, really good. But getting down to this point, I mean, these are... These are some of the best of the best. This is the top gun of this little Four Roses tasting for us. And Zeke looked at Al Young in Limited Edition Small Badge and said, You two characters are going to top gun. And that's why he put them here. So
1: I would say, and, and hopefully I'm at least... 50% right on this uh, my apologies in case you haven't listened to us before my, my voice is not always this much of a gutter
0: oh no it's still I'm gonna make it sound really good don't worry I mean people love your voice you have stalkers and I don't so that is you know just saying I don't think it's the voice I think it's hair on my head good point it is the fact that you <laughs> have a nice head of hair and I am bald but anyways give me your guess as we digress quick rundown
1: I would Say and think that four is Mr. Young, three is the 17 small, two is the OBSV, and I think one is the OESK because it did remind me similarly of what I thought was the 17 limited, which has a double
0: shot of OESK. You got the Al Young right. Everything else was wrong. (laughs) Al young was number four the elixir OESK was number three the limited edition small batch was number two and the Carruthers OBSV was number one Wow huh.
1: learn something new every day although when you said I was wrong I was hoping the one and the three were flipped it was literally that that was the two uh synergistic flavor profiles that I really got. I didn't think two was anything like one or three. Again I would have at least hoped that I'd only flipped three and one. Those would have been the most similar but obviously uh, you know we we all have our days and that's why this is fun. Now to see how uh, Mr. Edwards ranked in the thought of his
0: so the first one for me the nose was very floral the tongue was was a little bit burning for me on the taste it was very spicy baking spice but when chewed on it turned into the cookie so i got a lot of that spice tingle and then the payoff was if you really let it sit in there it turned into that cookie uh finish on it was a medium to long with the rye spice the second one for me was very fruity and floral smoky thin on the front then a burst of flavors of tobacco, leather, oak, dark. This one definitely had some age. It had a nice lingering finish. There were so many different flavors in this one. It was definitely different than the other ones that were there. Three was the the least hot of all the ones that were here. For me, it was super smooth, no rye, tingle and burn, fruit, vanilla, citrus with a medium finish. Number four was fruity and floral. I, I couldn't really get a distinguishing feature from the nose there. It was smooth, The spice sneaks up on you with the medium finish. In my notes here I, I really think Al Young is number two. Kind of talking this out don't give me the right answer yet. I think Al Young is number two. I think the limited edition small batch is three or four so I'm really torn between the three and four being the limited edition small batch and the Elixir because they're very OESK centric. My ranking on this one Two, one, three, four. And I think the two is the Al Young, the one is the Carruthers, the three is the limited edition small batch, and four is the Elixir pick. You missed three and four. And those are the two when I wrote down here, I said, I think those ones are... Which
1: is where I I had hoped I was in in my uh, miscalculation. So at least you did better on your miscalculation than I did. Blind pick finds Akron one good day.
0: But I I think for me, (laughs) (laughs) I liked the spiciness of that Carruthers pick. I really liked the payoff that when you chewed on it, cookie dough, bacon in the oven... And when you let it sit for a little bit, then it turned into the cookie. And I thought that was really fun for me. If I can get a moral of this story is that Al Young is just an incredible whiskey. And a lot of people talk about it. A lot of people knock the Al Young. I thought the Al Young was so much better than the limited edition small batch. And I love limited edition small batch. No, and I,
1: I, I've said from day one, and literally it was day one because I was able to drive to the distillery, pick it up the day it was released that evening when I got home. Spent about honestly like an hour and 15 minutes enjoying this thing because it did take a while to open up. There are plenty of folks that it's not their cup of tea and that's fine. That's how I ended up with a second bottle.
0: I don't think we expected the limited edition small batch or the Al Young to get beaten by a store pick. You know, I don't think we were trying to be offensive to Justin or Tarok at all. Both of their picks beat out limited edition small batch for me, which I know is going to get me roasted with a lot of Four Roses fans. But those picks, I really liked them. Interestingly
1: enough, that's what I, I thought was funny about your picks was even though the LE was missed, it was still towards the back end of of what your preference would be towards I want a pour of that one.
0: And I don't think that's anything wrong against limited edition small batch too, and and I'm not trying to spin a light on this, but it's also what recipes of Four Roses do you like better? and What recipes are you drawn to a little bit more? Surprisingly, I thought I would be an E guy over the B guy but I think it's the high rye Four Roses mash that I like a little bit more than that low rye mash
1: well and I would say inversely to that literally not just picking at this stance to pick but this is how we honestly are just as john says you know he has the mashes that he he feels he gravitates to and likes i've had plenty of people when discussing four roses say yeah which mash do you like you know what what's your one or two go to's and i say i don't have one i want to taste every store pick that someone offers me and and you'll see what it what it's all about because even though you have an idea of, of what kind of road that mash is going to steer you down, there's still plenty of just little dinks and dunks or nuances here and there that are going to make it novel and and don't restrict yourself or, or prohibit yourself from trying something you really might like.
0: And I liked all of these. I just liked a couple a little bit more. So I think when we get to the end of the year, we have a lot of stuff planned that is going to be super fun. I think you all should stay tuned for that. This may not be the last time you hear Four Roses, Al Young, out of our mouth before December 31st.
1: I'm not worried about Al Young being spoken out of my mouth. I just want the pores of it to come back in.
0: Yeah, I want more of it too. I think
1: looking at these, after we've had the pores, granted some of these we've had in the past, either you know, on or offline whatnot, if you've never had a chance to get any of these Four Roses Small batch limiteds. I would, hi- or John and I honestly would both highly encourage you to maybe even more than searching out for BTAC, Pappy, etc. this time of year. Just because, especially if you've had a few of these single barrel and have seen somewhat of the variations, but then you have one of these blends and you see what someone really set up and crafted and put together, it's going to take your, your mind to a whole new level. And then you're going to be at home and you're going to look at some of your opens and you're going to think, well, what if I put a little of this one? What if I did a little of that? And then a a drop of this here and there. And you're really going to start to play around with it and have some fun. It'll give you a whole new level of enjoying your own whiskey seemingly. You've already paid for it, it's yours. you know, find the decanter, mason jar, even whatever you have you. Have some fun, play around with it, and even bottles that you've had sitting out for 6, 8, 12 months, maybe more, that you're not a fan of, you may find something you can blend it with And then all of a sudden, hey, I like drinking that again. Damn.
0: That is certainly a way to rethink how you drink, Zeke. And I think that's a great way to tie it back into what we do. I'm really looking forward to one of the things that I have given myself a New Year's resolution already. I want to play around with Four Roses recipes a little bit more in 2018. Make my own recipes. Make my own small batches. And I think that's something that you'll see us talk about Going into next year, but I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Zeke, where can you find us on Twitter? On Twitter. At Bourbon Dads? Yes. And where can you find us on Instagram? Dads Drinking Bourbon. And Facebook? Dads Drinking Bourbon. You can also find us on YouTube. Search for Dad's Drinking Bourbon. You can find us on your favorite podcast provider. Search for Dad's Drinking Bourbon on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher. Make sure to leave us a five-star review. Write something in there if you like us. Email us or direct message us if you think there's something we could do better because we're happy to help. Don't put that in there in the reviews. Let us know and we will always strive to be better for you. Zeke, anything you want to say to the people before we go out? Ciao. Have a good night. Cheers, everyone.
1: Blatantly apparent that I'm not the tech person here.